Aim a Little Higher podcast, episode one. What happens is when you look up to people, you're blinded by their lights. But when you look into them, you are being a student of that dream. What are they reading? Why are they reading it? How are they reading it? What got them to where they are? You are locked into Aim a Little Higher podcast, where we interview inspirational individuals every Monday and Wednesday and answer your questions every Saturday to help turn your potential into result results. I know you're going to dig this. Introducing your host, he was an Olympic torchbearer. Pete Jones's National Entrepreneur of the Year and motivational speaker, Kamal Hyman. Welcome to the A on Little Higher podcast. It's your boy Kamal Hyman here and it is my absolute pleasure to introduce today's guest. He combines sheer passion, masses of energy and humour and lots of inspiration within his talks to equip you with the necessary tools to live your dreams. He's a firm believer that by tapping into your potential you can be more, do more and have more in life. He's embodied what he teaches from the lessons he's learned and desires to pass them on to the next generation. He owns his own business, Fix Up Seminars, with 10 employees and counting who tour the UK inspiring and motivating young people, parents and teachers. It's the one and only Action Jackson. Jackson, welcome to the podcast. Uh, it's a great pleasure to be with you, Kumal. I love that intro, man. I feel so special. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Awesome. How are you and how's the family? Family is good. I'm doing very good. I'm excited. You know, great things are happening. So, yeah, family is good as well, keeping me balanced. Beautiful. That's what we like to hear. That's what we like to hear. So here at Aim a Little Higher Movement, it's all about setting solid foundations. You know, we say don't chase your dreams, build them. Mm, so nice. we'd like to find out a bit about your foundations what were you like as a young child wow i just had too much energy it was crazy my mom couldn't handle me my teachers couldn't handle me it was just i mean i was a good <laughs> kid uh but i just had lots of energy and i think that was my my gift to the world um i was one of those sort of in-betweeners like literally i wasn't the best but i wasn't the worst i was just sort of the drifter um until i then found out my true passion which is communication with the world and helping them to fulfill their dreams so yeah i was all right kid you know i didn't get into a lot of trouble i was nice but i was a bit distracting with my energy got you got you and our listeners you know typically are going to be in school in college and they're always wondering you know do i go down the apprenticeship route do i go to university do i go to college for you Mm. personally what education route did you take well, so I went to, I did my GCSEs and after doing my GCSEs, I went on to college to do a BTEC National Diploma in Engineering. Nice. And the reason why I picked uh, Engineering was because I realized that I'm not the kind of person that can sit behind a desk for too long. I'll start sort of freaking out. Um, and then I thought, okay, why? Well, you know what? I want something that's practical that I can sort of, you know, because I loved making things. You know, following your passion is so important, something you enjoy doing. And then after the BTEC National Diploma, I went to university to do a mechanical engineering degree. And for me, I wanted to work for like this car company and build cars and build things. That's what I wanted to do. And after three years of doing the mechanical engineering degree, I then realized that there was other passions that I had from listening to a motivational speaker that literally turned my whole life around and realized that I want to inspire other people to live their dreams. Wow. I did not know that about you. (laughs) Amazing. Engineering. Yes. Yes. Mechanical engineering. Awesome stuff. So yeah. what was your first job? So obviously, you know, you're a massive entrepreneur now, own your own business, but where did it start? What was that first job for you? <laughs> okay, so I had three, fir- three first jobs, literally. Okay. Uh, 
So before I went to college, I would clean. I was a cleaner before I went to college. Okay. And so in the morning, between seven and literally nine, I would go and clean offices, then go to college to do my BTEC. Wow. And on the weekend, I would be a because I was a, I'm a qualified basketball coach. So okay. I would coach basketball on the weekend as well. And when I wasn't doing that, I, I was working at Burger King. Okay. Yes, yes. So I had multiple jobs as my first job. Wow, at the same time. Multiple <laughs> streams of income. Multiple, <laughs> you got to make it happen, man. Wow, that's awesome. And do you have any significant or like surprising achievements that you think have contributed to your success but that most people wouldn't know about you? Well, when I was 18, I was selected as the deputy mayor of um, Islington. No way. Yes, yes, when I was 18. So literally for the month of October, I had to travel around with the mayor of Islington wearing the actual chain and nice. traveling with her to different events. So I was like a youth ambassador for that month. Wow. I got to, I got to meet, meet Prince Charles. I got to open a theater, Sadler's Wells Theater in Islington with the mayor of Islington. So that was, it was great fun. And I knew, someone said to me, because I'm a church boy, I grew up in a church. And someone said, something great is going to happen for you this year. And I knew that something massive, and that was massive in terms of that time of my life. Wow. Deputy mayor of Islington. Yes, 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 yes. That's that was interesting. Not a bad opportunity at all. Of course, of course. I'm aiming a little higher, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is it, this is it. So you've kind of touched on it, but can you take us back to the exact moment when you discovered your passion? Wow. Um, so it was a particular day I was listening to a motivational speaker by the name of Les Brown. Yes, I've heard of Les. <laughs> I think we, if you don't know about Les, go and research him. He was doing a speech and he said one statement. He said, find something you love doing and build your life around it. Mm -hmm. that find that passion i thought wow i do not want to spend my life doing a nine-to-five that i hate mm -hmm. i want to spend my life living my passion and enjoying myself i thought what do i love doing i love talking and i love what he was doing i thought right i want to be a motivational speaker because i just loved it do you know what let's be honest right i love the stage and one of my secret dreams is to literally be an actor and a tv show host okay and even to today as we speak I still have that desire to be an actor. And okay. most people won't know that. Yeah. Tell me about it. Nice. <laughs> I was like, what? I didn't even know that about you. I've known you for ages. For real. You know? I've known you for years. <laughs> you know? So for me, and I, I'm really thankful that I didn't get the acting gig when I was younger because I, I would have abused it. I'm now wow, a bit was, more mature. So you, you're thankful you didn't get to achieve that dream when you were younger. Yes. Because whatever you do, there's the egocentric goal and there's the ethnocentric goals in life. And the egocentric goals are the me, myself and I go, I, 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 I. Mm -hmm. The ethnocentric goal is like, listen, I want to achieve this so I can change the lives of the people around me. Okay. So when I was growing up, I mean, for the young people listening, you might set a goal that's just all about you. But if you want that longevity and fulfillment for life, set a goal that's bigger than you, that adds value to you and to the world around you and you realize that it's more fulfilling so wanting to be an actor was an ego-centered goal then but now i realize that if i'm going to be an actor today it's going to be only for the reason to help other people mm -hmm. fulfill their goals so it's just another way of me inspiring other people okay so the passion is inspiring other people and you can complete that means through motivational speaking but you could also do it through acting 
there you go there you go so you know i'm gonna so one of my goals for next year literally is to start do you know those things that i've always loved which is acting you know i've dabbled in singing and playing the guitar as well all i see is cheesecake all i see is cheesecake (laughs) (laughs) cheesecake songs out there on youtube go check it out so those things, I want to use those things as a way of reaching to people. Just So the speaking thing was one avenue, but I want to start exploring the, the acting avenue and the singing avenue, anything that's going to help people fulfill their dreams. Fantastic, fantastic. And for the listeners, two things really. Firstly, I will get the link to that Cheesecake song on the show notes page. <laughs> yes, on aimlittlehire.com, it will be there under that's the Jackson it. section. Uh, <laughs> but also I think what was so powerful there is, you know, we talk a lot about finding your passion and building your life around it. And sometimes people equate that to a job. So I'm passionate about, about being a policeman. And yeah. it's like what you're saying is step back from that and say, why are you passionate about being a policeman? Is it about helping yeah. people? Because if your passion is helping people, you can do that through being a nurse, through being a policeman, through being a fireman, through you know any means. And I, I think that's beautiful. It's about the actual passion can be fulfilled through different jobs. Just find yeah. what suits you. Of course. I mean, here's the thing. And most people say, oh, yeah, get out there and start your own business. And we then forget those people who don't want that business. They just want to work in a particular industry. So I think we have to have a balance to say, hey, when you finish, you might decide to start a business and that would help you to inspire and inspire other people. Or you might decide to work in a particular industry. I know people who wanted to be a nurse or a doctor or a fireman, like you just rightly said, and you can feel fulfilled in that position. The, I always say there's three Fs to building a great career. Number first F is fun. Is it fun? I'm not going to have fun because you are alive when you're having fun. Mm-hmm. The second F is, do I have a sense of fulfillment doing this job or doing this work and doing this thing? Am I fulfilled? Do I moan about it or do I celebrate it every time it's time to go and do this thing? And then the third thing is, am I getting paid? What's Mm -hmm. the finance? So fun, fulfillment and finance. In that order. In that order. In that order, please. Because most people say, hey, I want to get paid. Finance. (laughs) And then they stop there. They don't even ask themselves, is it fun? Is it fulfilling? And because they're paying the bills, that fulfillment and that fun aspect is no longer there and they burn out and they get frustrated. And you have 90% of people in any society don't like what they're doing. They moan about it, but they stay there because, hey, at least it's paying the bills. Yeah. You know, there's more to life than paying bills and then dying. Come on. For real. real. The golden handcuffs, as you call it. Listen, nah, don't. You're too young and too powerful and too amazing to go into that graveyard. No, 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 no. Find that passion and follow it. That's it. That's beautiful. You don't have to go and be an entrepreneur. It's fine. But do yeah. something you love. Exactly. So, because I'll be honest with you. I, I, okay, let me not be negative now. I love running. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be negative. But running a business is, is, is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It's a, some people have, there's a difference between having a great idea and running a business. Two different things. Okay. You know, young person loves baking cake. But to start a cake business is a whole new different ball game. Yeah. So what I would say is this, you know, whatever brings you joy, do it and make sure it brings joy to other people. Like yourself, you love helping people aim a little higher because you've aimed a little higher in your life. And now you you just have fun, you know, uh, uh, and doing these podcasts and doing these talks. You know, it's not a chore for you. No, but for while real. you're while you're doing it, you're helping other people. Yeah, it is an awesome, an awesome mix. Yeah, exactly. I completely agree. So yeah. you realize you have this passion for inspiring people. Mm-hmm. How did you create that vision? How did, what did you do to like set a destination? Was it, I want to be 
a motivational speaker and travel to the UK or what did you do to kind of set that vision, set that goal right at the very beginning? Um, there wasn't no sort of like sit there, get a pen and paper. I, my mm -hmm. heart, my heart caught onto the vision. And then I found, here's, here's why I said to young people, stop looking up to people. Okay. Stop looking up to people. It's the opposite of what you know, everybody's been telling you. Don't look up to people. Look into people. Oh, mm. tweet that. Don't tweet that one. <laughs> I love that. Look into people. Don't look up to people. There you go. Because what happens is when you look up to people, you're blinded by their light. But when you look into them, you are being a student of that dream. What are they reading? Why are they reading it? How are they reading it? What got them to where they are? So this is the idea behind my podcast with you today. You're not looking up to me. Everyone's looking into my story mm -hmm. with the hope to grab something from it and then run. So what I did was I was looking up and into Les Brown and all these great motivational speakers. I was looking at what, made, what books were they reading? What seminars did, I, did they go to? Because what I wanted to do was to feed off them. Mm -hmm. so from feeding off them then i thought okay i'm gonna do this i will do that so i kind of literally became a copycat to be honest okay and how did you kind of measure that 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 difference between copying and still creating your own style because i've seen you speak and it's not like anyone ever seen you speak before you know it's very unique it doesn't mm. see, it doesn't feel like i'm watching a cheap version of of les brown or a cheap version of another speaker so how did you find that middle ground of copying the bits that you like but still being you well, initially, I mean, if you heard me in the early days, I was a combination of the this pastor, Tony Robbins, Les Brown. <laughs> you know, I would steal quotes. I would use other people's messages because I had to find myself. But as I grew older, I realized, OK, you can go copying people. Then all of a sudden you will find your own signature, your own energy, your own quirky. This is why it's so important for everybody listening to this right now. Fall in love with yourself and who you are. You are enough. There is nothing wrong with you. You can copy other people, but eventually I want you to fall in love with who you are. And that's what I did. I got comfortable being me. And then I was able to take the messages from all these people and deliver it in my signature way. Love that. Fall in love with yourself. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, you should. That's it. You know, because me, I, I'm just crazy like that. I get on stage and I've got this big, massive hurricane type energy. Boom, bam, 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 bam. I'm, one lady said to me, you're like a hurricane. I'm like, yeah. yeah I, <laughs> I never have. I don't even have notes when I do speeches because for me, I have to be in the moment. Just like, yeah. You know, 100%. so love yourself. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So you made that vision. You knew you knew in yourself what you wanted to be. You know, you knew that's, that was your message. What are some of the steps you took to make it a reality? So what I did was I went to all the seminars. Because I had to be a student of the dream. I paid money to go to the seminars. I was buying books like no man's business. I was eating books, buying books. And then eventually I said to myself, right, you're about to finish university. While I was at uni, I started these mini motivational classes okay. uh, for my fellow students. And my first ever motivational talk was on procrastination. Wow. So I did that. And then afterwards, I thought, OK, the best thing is to not start my business. Let me go and work with another company that does what I wanted to uh, do. So I worked with them for about eight months and they fired me after about eight months. Wow. <laughs> they fired me because um, there was a conflict of interest. I said to the guy, I want to start my business. Can I still be working with you? He's like, no, it's a conflict of interest because we did similar things. So I thought, OK, you know what? 
we'll part ways. It was it was on good terms, you know. I didn't yeah. sort of go down there with the, with a club and a hammer to start attack someone. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, you know, okay, cool, not a problem. We're still friends till today. But that was the birth of fix up seminars, you know, awesome. in two thousand and one, where wow. I said, right, it's time for the eagle to soar. Awesome, awesome. You know, um, I did go into that business. The other, I was working with that person with the vision to learn from them. And then start my own. But the danger was I was getting comfortable. I thought, wow, what's the point of setting my own business? I could work with this person. But no, mm-hmm. there's a bigger dream. There's a bigger dream. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I did. You know, I, I then started, I started, I wrote 800 letters and I got 799 rejections. Wow. You know, my first week in business. And I thought, <laughs> that's okay. It's all right. My bedroom was my, uh, my, my office. But I kept pushing, kept pushing. And from... One, 799 rejections. I got the call. That person loved it. They told another school. Then now we're in 1,500 schools across the country now wow. doing motivational talks. And I've got a team of fantastic 12 people going out there making it happen. Wow. That's amazing. That's yeah. So for those listening who are you know, listening and thinking, oh, you know, how, how do you get to that point? The key thing there for me was started in your own university, started your own classes. It wasn't a case of like, let me wait till I'm this old. Let me wait till I'm, I've got a degree. That it was, let me start right now with what I've got and the people I know. Oh, uh, mate, listen, all I'm going to say is if you get that passion, start ASAP. Like wherever, if you're standing at the bus stop listening to this right now, start right now. I don't care. Just start. <laughs> Just start, start. motivating the people on the bus. <laughs> yeah. The bus stop. You know, whatever it is your dream is, if you want to bake cakes, if you want to be an artist. Now, Social media and technology has made it easy for people to start things ASAP. There's a quote that says you don't have to be great to get started, but you have to get started in order to be great. Mm-hmm. You want to be an artist, put some stuff up on Instagram. You want to be a singer, start singing on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, get started. Start building slow momentum. And before you know it, people start helping you out. So don't wait until you have all the money or have all the links. You just get started and then you find that things will just start magnetizing towards you. So, and please don't be afraid. Well, you, you're going to be scared. Roll with your fear anyway. Just do it with your fear. Fear is like a little chihuahua dog that you carry around. It will cut, start barking, but it's got no bite. Powerful. Powerful. You know? Let it bark, but don't let it bite. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And even if it does bite you, it's just going to be numbing you with its gums anyway. So it's got nothing. For real. <laughs> powerful. Powerful. So we're going to go on to the rapid round. Yes. Now I'm going to fire loads of questions at you. Just answer them as honestly as possible. Ouch. Okay, uh, let's do this, baby. Come on. The rapid round. So first thing, what time did you wake up? Ooh, um, it used to be like 5 a.m., then it went to 6 a.m., then sometimes it went back and forth. So it's sporadic at the moment. Okay, but normally around 5, around 6. Yeah, 5, 5 a.m. is the target. Pray for an hour and then exercise for an hour and read for an hour. Okay, that leads me on, actually. I was going to say, what one thing do you do in the morning to guarantee a productive day? Okay, excellent. Yeah, so I pray in the morning. I read a chapter of a book uh, that's going to inspire me, and then I go running if I can. So the first three hours, that's how I aim to start the day. That's the ideal way. I never go on social media. I never pick up my phone in the morning. Never, ever, ever, ever. I want to plug into the spiritual realm first before I go and plug into the nasty world of social media. It can be (laughs) nasty sometimes. So you've got to watch what you feed yourself. Three hours in the morning to dedicate it to set up the yes. day, right? Wow. There you go. Wow, powerful, powerful. If you could be any animal, which would you be and why? 
A lion. A lion, why? A lion. King of the desert, king of the jungle. The lion's got great courage. They take action. They're always on the go. Oh, well, okay. Can I can I cheat and say a, a combination of, between a lion and an eagle? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a flying lion. <laughs> a flying lion. That's the one that, that, the, between the two. Awesome. Yeah. What's your favorite dessert? Cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> Waste no time on that one, mate. Cheesecake. Tell me about it. If anyone has yeah. ever seen you speak, they know cheesecake is Jackson's dessert. Honestly, cheesecake, strawberry cheesecake, uh, those blueberry cheesecake, this Oreo cheesecake. My goal, Ooh. I'm actually going to set a goal to travel around the world eating cheesecakes in different countries. Okay. That'd be so cool to do that. Take action know. and eat cheesecake. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Name one thing you could not go without. Um, ah, praying. Praying? Praying. Okay. Yeah, I can't. I have to because, you know, I have to stay plugged into that greater source of energy every day. Um, if I go there with that, I feel weird. So praying wow, for me powerful. is very important. Yeah, powerful. You're at a karaoke bar. What's karaoke your go-to bar. song? What's your go-to song? Ooh, um, I believe I can fly. Okay. Yeah. Well, Kelly. Yes, R. Kelly. I believe I can fly. Yes. Very yes. nice. Very nice. That's the one. You Tell know. us something most people don't know about you. Mm, they don't know about me. Yeah, oh, searching, wow. we're searching now. Searching, I, 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 oh, I don't know on that one. That's a cheat one. I, oh. <laughs> um, I, oh, I it's don't hard know. When you're quite <laughs> a transparent person generally, isn't it? You was that? I said it's hard when you're quite a, a transparent person generally. So that's think, the what, thing, because I'm so open. Said? So there's nothing people don't know. Um, there are aspects of my life that I don't put on social media and stuff. So mm-hmm. I keep that confidential. Uh, but I have I have one sister. That's it. Yeah, one sister. Fat Joe, I didn't even know that. You didn't know that. I know. <laughs> no, I thought you had just one brother. Oh no, actually, I have two brothers and one sister. No, see, I did not know this. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, what is your most effective daily habit? Um, my most effective daily habit is to, if I am wherever I'm at, I'm always I have to read something inspirational. If I'm queuing up. I'm always feeding myself with inspirational stuff. So no matter what the time is, I'm always feeding on inspirational content. I love that's powerful because when I'm queuing up, when most people when most people are queuing up, most of our listeners, they're on Twitter, they're on Snapchat. They're... Yeah. So that's a great point. Of course, what if you're queuing up for five minutes? That's five minutes of knowledge. Dude, cause there's times where I've queued up and I've just read something, and that one thing that I read sort of made my whole month because it was. It takes. It only takes a split second for your world to be changed by information. So when you're queuing up, go online. I have people that I follow that I read their blogs. You know, um, I have people that I'm listening to read their tweets. I do have to cut through the nonsense to get through the gem. Yeah. But get to the gem and make sure you f- listen to something or read something inspirational every day. Powerful. What's yeah. your biggest distraction? Oh, biggest distraction is the goals and dreams that I have. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm a thinker. My brain's like Google. I'll come up with stuff by the second. Yeah. And so one dream can be the interruption for another dream. So while I'm working on one thing, I find that I get distracted by another. And, and because I follow so many great people, that can become a distraction as well. And so that what I said to myself is, listen, there's a time to feed and there's a time to build your dream. And um, this would be quite interesting. Just yesterday, I deleted Twitter and Instagram from my phone 
Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why is that? What does it do for you? Because I, over the last two weeks, I realized that it, I wasn't controlling it. It was controlling me. Mm-hmm. And I said, nah. There's a quote by a friend called Oscar Rudens. That's a guy you definitely need to do a podcast with. He's so cool. He hitchhiked from like Spain to UK just to be part of my team. Wow. Yeah. So that's another podcast. But <laughs> so he said something. He said, in order to take control of your life, you need to take control of the things that control you. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know what? I'm going to delete it for now. But what I'm not going to do is set a social media schedule that between a certain time and the days when I'd go and do social media, other than that, this is deleted. Oh, powerful. So you've not got rid of it completely, but you're saying I'm in control between six and seven. That's social media time. Other than yep. That, it's totally up. <laughs> yeah. I literally will download it and offload it every time I need it. I'll just delete it because I don't trust my fingers. They just go and click. And you know what? It's that automatic. Yeah, literally. It's that automatic. You pick up that phone and especially I know there'll be listeners who have this thing where if you see that red notification bar next to it, you have to press it. Uh, you can't let that go up three, four. You're like, what's going on? What's going on in the social yeah. media world that I, that I haven't been yeah. talking about? Yeah. It's <laughs> mad. Because what you don't realise is while you're busy distracted by social media, the universe cannot give you the next big idea that you need. As young people, you're creative. So stay plugged in and stay present. You know, there's an increase in information, but there's a poverty of attention. Mm. So in order for you to get your next big idea, you need to be present and connected. Powerful. Yeah. Powerful. We're going to go to the time travel. Whoa. A time machine is created. It can only take you backwards and can't bring you back. But you keep all the knowledge you have now. You're taken back to your 18th birthday. Knowing what you know now, what are the first three things you would do? (laughs) <laughs> i will start a, i will start a youtube channel okay <laughs> I, will, I will i will start the next best i'll literally learn about social media and and jump on it and be consistent with it okay. you know number one i'll start blogging number two i'll start a youtube channel with my passion and just keep posting every week like three times a week i would um i would read a lot more and i will mm. be more consistent with my goals because i realized that at that age i was like i had big dreams but i wasn't consistent mm. yeah so i would jump on social media i'll start blogging i'll do a lot more reading but i'll be more consistent with my drive and my dream and would they all be about the same thing they will still be about well they could be no they'll be about my journey which would be inspiration my fitness my spiritual life okay and um yeah so if i was to start the youtube it would literally be me as a motivational speaker i'll just be on there pumping stuff by now I'll probably have like 10 million viewers for real <laughs> <laughs> awesome awesome yeah so for all these members who are listening to you and thinking do you know what i want to get to where jackson is now i want to be able to own my own business and inspire people yeah. What are three little habits, you know, they should start now? And even even if they don't want to necessarily do exactly what you do, but want to be in that same position of owning their own business, what are three little habits they should start now? Okay. Number one, find a mentor and follow that mentor because mentors will save you time and energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, make sure you read a book a month, minimum, a book a month. Okay. Someone's autobiography that would inspire you. And then you can move up to a book a week, you know. So find a mentor, read a book. And number three, get rid of friends that aren't going places. Oh. Yes. Not all your... Listen, good friends is the enemy of great progress. Oh. 
So when I say get rid of, reduce the amount of time you spend with them. Mm-hmm. So 30, 33% of your time should be spent with guys who are beyond you. 33% of your time should be spent with guys who are on your level. And 33% of your time should be spent with people who you're inspiring. But first of all, find those great friends and move with them. Powerful, powerful. Stick with the eagles, ditch the chickens. Listen, listen. If you fly with eagles, you're going to soar like an eagle. If you fly, if you roll with chickens, you're going to fry like a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. This is it. So finally, you know, before we let you go, you're stood on a stage mm. in front of 10,000 young people. Yes. But you're only allowed to give one piece of advice before the men in suits drag you off the stage. Oh. What would it be? Oh, this is a random one, but get to know God. Okay. Yeah, that, that just came straight. Get to know God. Because once you get to know God, you get to know your higher self and where you come from. That's my personal drive because that's where all my energy comes from. Powerful. Powerful. Yeah. Awesome stuff, Jackson. Thank you so much for your time. It's been an absolute honour to have you on the show. And Pleasure. before we let you go, how can yes. our listeners get in touch with you? Okay, so I'm, I live on Twitter, at Action Jackson. So you can actually follow me on Twitter. I'm on Instagram as well, at Action Jackson Live as well. And uh, the team is on fixupseminars.com is where the team is at. So that's all the different places you can find me. Beautiful. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. It's been a great pleasure. All the best with what you're doing, sir. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, you can surround yourself with eagles or chickens. You spent time <laughs> with a true eagle, Mr. Action Jackson and myself, Kamal Hyman. Continue to aim a little higher and we'll see you next time. Peace. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. You could have been anywhere in the world doing absolutely anything, listening to any show, but you chose to listen to the Aim A Little Higher podcast and I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Please be sure to like, review and subscribe to the podcast. And if you haven't already, get over to www.aimalittlehigher.com, fill in your details into the form and receive your free video on how to find your passion. To be in for the chance of winning a free Aim A Little Higher shirt, get over to aimalittlehigher.com, fill out the form and then submit your question for the Saturday Q&A. The winning questions will be answered in their very own podcast on Saturday and you will also receive a free shirt sent directly to you.